What up, what up, what up? Sorry, y'all. I know it took a while. We was sitting on that logo for a while. We, um, you know, we had to, uh, uh, um, what was it? God, let me turn this down. I thought I turned this music down. Anywho, um, yeah, we had to, um, share, you know, as per usual, share the live stream in a lot of different places, you know, get some new eyeballs on the show. So what's going on, Corey? Hey, Misha. Uh, Malcolm. Okay. Um, what up? <laughs> so what's going on, everybody across Facebook, YouTube, Twitch TV, and Twitter? What is cracking? Um, welcome to the new year. It's the first episode of the new year. Um, first, yeah, this first regular episode of the new year. Of course, we all it's always cracking on the Patreon, so you know, by all means, subscribe to the Patreon. We got some dope conversations on there that we don't really do on this channel because they're a little bit too hot. So we have fun in there and we talk a whole lot of shit. <laughs> so um yeah, uh sorry, what what else did I need to bring up? Patreon. I'm sorry, I'm just kinda out of sorts. I'm I'm going from a different location tonight. I am in Massachusetts. So, you know, out visiting, visiting Bay. So definitely not at home base right now. Don't have my microphone, none of that stuff. So, um, but yeah, to run through the things, guys, please subscribe to Men Like Us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter. Um, if you follow us on Twitter, you can catch us on Twitter Spaces. Um, we have some really dope conversations with mixed uh, mixed gender groups. Everybody's there. We have a, we have a blast in in the Twitter Spaces. Also, you know we do have some fun on Clubhouse. So follow me at MLU Chris on Clubhouse, and definitely follow us on Instagram. So support us on all platforms. Men like us is everywhere. It's 2022. We're only going to be this this thing is only going to grow. So you know by all means. Support, support, share, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Um, and if you're watching us right now, please, especially if you're watching us on Facebook, please share the um, <clears throat> please share the show with everybody else. Share it on your uh, profile. Share it in the Facebook groups. You know, we want to get more people watching this tonight. You know, tonight we're having you know what 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 many would call some basic conversation. So uh, uh, we're definitely taking it back a little bit, you know, to some ground level stuff. And actually, one of the guys who's watching right now, um, shout out to Corey, you know, he kind of inspired this because, you know, this this show, this brand is really for men like Corey, um, guys who are very much brand new to um, their attraction to trans women. You know, they're trying to figure things out. They need conversation, need, uh, you know. I'm not going to say advice, tips, and guidance or anything like that, but just to hear the experiences of other men and, you know, just kind of use that to kind of help figure out what he should do. So, or what they should do. Um, I know when I was in a similar space, I wish there was a show like this. I wish there was a platform like this. I wish there were Facebook groups, places for me to go to help figure myself out and help understand who and what I am, um, to, help, to help me, to help spur me to understand who and what I am. Because this journey of trans attraction is definitely, in my mind, a journey of self-discovery. Um, by the time you spend some time in this along this journey and you're moving along this path, 
you are definitely going to learn a lot about yourself and you're going to really learn what you're made of. And, um, you know, even, your, I mean, I would even say your sexuality, you, you learn a lot about what you definitely are, what you're definitely not, you know, what you are okay with. Um, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a definitely a wild and diverse world out there, but you know, this experience for me, I've got to know myself so much and I've grown so much. It's been absolutely amazing. And I would do it all over again. Um, cause I, I grew in ways I never could have without it. So, um, Welcome to the group, Corey, <laughs> and feel free to, you know, ask uh, questions along the way. And, you know, obviously any other guys watching this and ladies, of course, what's up, Meg, Tony, H, shout out to Meg uh, and, and her fundraiser. So, you know, find Meg Hargraves on Facebook and, and, and donate to her fundraiser. Uh, what up, Octavia? Hey, Nicole, Misha, Misha, Misha. That's my sister right there. We got to have you back on the show again. Um, but yeah, with that, I'm gonna bring the homies on. Oh, hey, what's up, Chanel? How you doing? Glad to see everybody filing in. But yeah, I'm gonna bring the homies on. So y'all know them. Y'all y'all seen them here multiple times before. So what up? What up, Mike? Mike Brooklyn. What's good, everybody? Appreciate the love and the comments. Yeah, yeah, man. So um, also uh, we have Trail. In the house. Uh oh, I don't know if he froze or. No, okay, I'm, he's I'm right here. All right, he's here. Good. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, fellas. So, uh, happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. <laughs> Both of y'all had some good new years. What, what did y'all do? Me, nothing. Nothing stayed in? I was, uh, I was outside, actually. I was out, but I didn't really oh, okay. Nothing. What about you, Mike? I had the best seat up in the crib. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm ringing the new year right here on my laptop. So, yeah. Look here, uh, fellas that said they could join us looking for invites. If you don't say yes, I could do the show, you're not getting an invite. So just say yes, and I'll send you one. Don't say I may or maybe will not. I don't know if I'm going to make it. I don't do send invites for maybes. Say yes. And you'll get it. So there you go. <laughs> oh, happy birthday to Meg. Get a give Meg a birthday shout out. Happy birthday. So, happy birthday, Meg. And, and congratulations. I, I know she's uh Meg is Meg is uh doing her thing out there, y'all. She is definitely doing her thing. Getting herself her her uh, her she getting herself educated. So I don't I don't know the, I don't remember the full story, but I know she's uh definitely doing some doing some big things out there. So shout out to Meg and, you know, hopefully 2022 turns out all right. Appreciate you watching the show. So, um, hold on, give me a second. Let me, uh, uh, let me send some, let me send an invite to the homies real quick. Cause you know how, you know how it be, how it be, how it be, how it be. All right. That's one. Sorry, y'all. Just give me a second because gotta give room. So yeah, we I mean we having some basic conversation today because it's gonna be, you know, we're not getting super, super deep level. And you know, what I, I would love for 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 some of the you know newer guys to really walk away with something from this show. So um really, you know, we're today we're talking about 
I'm sorry. Let me get this. Essentially, we're talking about disclosure yet again. Um, you know, we, we've talked about this once before, but I mean, you know, we've been doing this show for a year and a half. We're, all, we're six months. It'll be two years. I've been doing men like us. So, you know, conversation is here again. One more again. And I'm totally fine with having this conversation again. I never get tired of having the what people call the 101 conversations, because those are the important conversations that a lot of people need. So, you know, essentially telling your friend, family and friends about being trans attractive. Um, you know, it, it comes to a point where, you know, guys, I'll say like this, let's start before you do this, you know, um, because I think to get to this point, you have to have a certain level of like, you have to be really, you have to be pretty solid and unshakable and unmovable in your realization and your beliefs and your convictions about who you are, um, who and what, you know, trans women are and like all these different things. So, you know, fellas, if you don't, if you're not 100% sure and solid in your base and grounded in a way that you won't be, I'm sorry, in a way that, that makes you unmovable, unshakable, um, I will hold off on this. I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, it's basic. <laughs> huh? I said, I said, man, it's basic. It's like, you know, when it comes down to it, if you ain't ready to say fuck the labels, then you're always going to have some kind of like inside issues within yourself when mm -hmm. you're going through this world. You know what I mean? So it's like, at the end of the day, people worry too much about little shit. Fair enough. Um, oh, wait, so I have friends getting married in two weeks. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me shout out to, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, missing, I'm, missing, I'm missing up my comments. Uh, shout out to so Chanel. She says, so happy for these conversations, getting married in two weeks, and it's been eye-opening to see cis-heterosexual fiance go through family disconnect, so I'm happy to hear other experiences. What's going on, Rick? Shout out to the bro, Rick. Yeah, yeah. The elected man, Rick. Hold on, let me see if I can, can we do this? Okay, well, anywho, um, yeah, so I'm, I don't know, Troy, what do you, what do you think? What do you think guys need to, to have to do before they even, you know, approach this conversation? Man, you gotta be like, I mean, I ain't gonna sit here and say you gotta be like me, but me, I was fearless from day one. I didn't, I never cared about what people say, mm. thought, None of that. I was just so different. You know what I mean? Like, you got to have real thick skin, to be honest, because you can't help what people want to say behind your back. When people say behind your back, it's going to happen. Regardless if you're doing bad or doing good, it's going to happen. All right? Many things I always used to tell people, what are you so afraid of? You can't, I said, yo, you're afraid of living your truth? I don't know what to tell you. Because if you're afraid to live your truth, man, I don't, man, you're not living. To me, you're not living. And I always say I'd rather die than not than, than live and hide. Nah, I'm living my truth because it's, it, it feels better. I'm more comfortable in that. Hmm. So I don't know what I mean. But then again, I'm not going to tell another person how to live because I don't know mm -hmm. what they go through. I don't know, you know, how much family means to them or their friends that mean to them. I don't know that. So, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell a person how to live. But 
The one thing I'm going to say is, Pan, listen, live your truth to shit. <laughs> I mean, that that's a that's a piece of the puzzle right there. Is the, um, I think we talked about this before where it's just like a it's a euphoria. It's a sense of euphoria a lot of guys get when they start living in their truth. Like they get really it, it's something to be excited about and it feels really good. It really does. So, you know, to, uh, to guys that are watching this and you're, you're just trying to figure out, yo, do I want to be open? Can I? Is this a direction I want to go? X, Y, and Z. Like, yo, just know once once you cross that threshold to living in your truth, it it, it, it feels better. You feel better. Yes. You feel free. Yo, it's like weight off your shoulders. Yeah. And like I said before, I was never like I said this many times on here. I said I was never DL. I never was like mm -hmm. discreet. But then again, I don't, you know, blab my business out to everybody. I don't let everybody know my business. That's something I just never did. But you know, if you ask me something and come correct, that's one. You got to come correct. Because if mm. I feel like you're being, you're being funny in any kind of way, it's going to turn into something else. It's going to turn mm. into something more serious and more lethal. So I tell people mm. all the time, come correct. I don't mind answering the questions, but come correct. So when you come correct, mm. I don't mind telling you, yeah, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, yeah, let's just jump right into it. Um because this really is about, you know, having those conversations with your family or friends. And, you know, all I can say, you know, men who are watching this, you know your families. And what I will say is everyone's experience is varied, but I think there just are some basic things or, or, or things that I could share from my own experience and the experiences of men that I've been in contact with. So, you know, um, <laughs> I, I, and we're just starting out at, you know, just, uh, you know, uh, first conversations. So really, so I want to pull this out here. So, I mean, when, you know, guys, when you're having that conversation with your homie, um, you know, I, I think sometimes people, you know, we want to be right. We want to believe people can um, come around in a certain way. And it's just like, yo. I, what I would say, fellas, is if if you are talk if you're talking with somebody that you've known your whole life or that you consider to be a good friend or relative, and they are very staunch, like yo, nah, fuck that, that's gay, them those are men, and how could you be this, this, and this, and whatever, whatever, yo, at that point, I, I would I would I would say just don't spend all night, just don't spend all night trying to convince somebody of some shit that they believe. Like, you're not going to change their mind like that. You know, helping people in your world gain a new understanding, it takes it takes time in the way that it took you time to get to where you're at. So I would just say, don't be frustrated. If that's the if that's the response, response that you get, don't be frustrated. Don't think it's all over. You know, it's kind of like what, 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 what Trey was talking about, you know, the people that really give a fuck about you, the people that respect you will show that basic level of respect and they won't cross a certain line with you. And, you know, um, at least that's been my experience. You know, the people that I really fuck with have had that. Well, let me uh, let, let Roy on here real quick. Oh, wow. That really distorted everybody. I don't, let me fix this. All right. Because everybody on their phones. <laughs> So, uh, 
Anywho, yeah. So I, I don't know, guys. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, to, to the guys out there who want to have these conversations, just go in understanding that not everybody's going to agree or be on your side, whatever else. It's not always going to be positive. There, I think a lot, I think some people will be pleasantly surprised at, at the folks who are just like, okay, that's cool. Because I know a lot of times, at least from me and the other guys that I've talked to, you know, a lot of guys really agonize over these things before they actually take that leap and have that conversation. You know, it's everything swirling in their head about, oh my God, what are they going to think? What's, oh, am I still going to have a friend after this? Is he going to see me as the same guy I was yesterday? You know, is this family member still going to, quote, accept me, love me, whatever? All of this stuff, all this fear is swirling around in your head. And, um, you know, it may or may not happen, but you'll never know until you try. But, um, I don't know, fellas, by all means, jump in whenever you feel whenever you feel like it. Um, but I, I know this seems really basic to us and like super like, yo, I can end it quick. But for that guy that's brand new, this can be, you know, a whole thing. <laughs> Basically, when it comes to the friends aspect, right, because, you know, that, that that's one of the things I heard you bring up a lot on there was certain friends – are not meant to be in your life forever. Like right. it sounds, it sounds fucked up to say, but it's real talk. Yeah, it's real talk. Exactly. Um, certain friends, they'll show their true colors when it comes to a time where you do have something important to say. To whether say, oh, you know, I love trans women, or maybe that you're bisexual, or maybe that you're polyamorous, or whatever the case is, you know, whatever, it's something that maybe you hadn't told them before because of whatever reasons, you know, you took your time to come out with it. Mm-hmm. Those those people will tend to show their true colors and it'll show that, hey, you may have been friends for like 10 years, but their love was conditional for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you, once you see that, then then you know at that point, it's like, okay, so you was only fucking with me under these conditions. You wasn't fucking with me for the whole ride. Mm. You know, and you know, okay, that's somebody that I need to remove from my life at that point. So you that that's why I said earlier too, like you gotta go into it with the mindset of like fuck the labels. Because people people that love you conditionally will put labels on things. You know, like it, like, like if they love you unconditionally, then they don't care what you come out with, you know, what, what it is that you said, you know, because they, they're down for you, you know, they're, they're ride or die with you. They're, they're your day ones or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if it's somebody that is like, oh, so you're gay or, oh, so you're bisexual or, oh, so you're this. And they're just assuming at that point what the label is that they're trying to put toward you. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that, like I said, they're not going to ride with you. Their love is conditional and they're not, they, they really, at the end of the day, don't give a fuck about you as a person. Well, I would, um, let's see, but that's the thing. I wouldn't jump to that conclusion with the person that says, oh, so you're gay. Oh, so you're bisexual. Because I mean, when, I mean, when it said, I mean, when it's said in a certain judgmental type of way, though, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I would give them a look. It's, I'm going to just say it like this, man. A lot, I'll say, well, I'm going to just speak for me specifically. And, you know, 
there, I know there's other people out there like this, but once upon a time, I didn't know what I was. I, I couldn't put it. I mean, I wanted to believe I was, you know, I, I wanted to believe I was straight and wasn't close to gay and nothing like that. And I, I, I know that now, but back then I didn't know. Like I had no idea, you know, when it's like, well, what are you? I don't know. Cause I haven't done any thinking of it. I have no understanding of any of this stuff, all I knew was, I mean, basically all I knew was porn. All I knew was was porn and stuff I seen on TV and I was just in a bubble. But there's a lot of guys that are in bubbles that just don't know shit. And they're like, yo, I don't know. And I'm just saying, if if, if, it, if we were at that point, and then if I was at that point in my life, I know that there's a lot of people out there who just need some education and need to be you know, need shit to be explained to them. I think once you try to explain things to them and then they're still on that, like they're not listening and they don't want to receive what you're saying. I think that's a really good, like, that's a, a big indicator because, you know, I'm not going to lie, you know, this, we're talking about friends and family and I've had family where it was like, yo, you know, nigga, those are men. So you gay? No, I'm not gay. Well, I mean, a dick and a dick equals gay. So I don't understand what the what the issue is. Like, that's what it is. So, I mean, you know, it, it took time, but these people were receptive and they loved me and they wanted to, they, they, they heard me. But they started off from that point. And, you know, I would say, fellas, you know, it, it, well, I would throw this out to anybody really is, you know, if somebody loves you, they will be receptive to you. They will listen to you. They will... They don't want to set, they're not going to set out to hurt you at every turn and invalidate you and your experience at every turn. Um, but that's, I guess, those are my, that's my really, my thoughts on that one. But no, no, I, but yeah, but Aaron, sorry, <laughs> I don't well, want to take everything over. No, 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 yeah, but, but like I said, you know, it's those people that keep coming back with the same thing, like, you know, oh no, yeah, if you with that gay shit, just say you with that gay shit, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I mean, that's, but, you know, the people that are like that, because I have a friend from college who, you know, who's been actually really great at asking questions that, at least to me, appeared to be in earnest. But, I mean, she 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 came with that, she's like, dude, why, what's so wrong with just being, why can't you just be gay? Straight men aren't gay, straight men like women. And I'm just asking you to get it right. It isn't that I hate gay men or anything like that. I'm just asking you to respect me and how I choose to identify and, and respect the, the women that I, I'm, I'm with. Because that really, what it comes down to is when people say that, essentially they're, they're, they're stuck on this trans women are not women. No, those are men. Those aren't real women like me. And I'm speaking from the cis female point of view. They're not real women like me and this, this, and this. It's just like, dude, so, I mean, you will get that where it's like you will get some people that are just stuck on certain things. But look, as long as they keep asking questions and they're interested in learning and, and listening to you, because I think all of us here can understand when people are dealing with us in earnest and when they just being on some, you know, fuck shit. When they, they, they're asking you questions to confirm a bias. So, uh, let Yo, me Yo, Misha, funny with it though. She's like, let's start beating them up. <laughs> so, ain't nobody beating nobody up, Misha. 
I'm not I'm not catching a case, but you know, I just this is a piece of it, fellas. This is the part of the male experience. You know, anybody who watches this knows that there is stigma related to dating women in the trans community. And, you know, that stigma is something that guys contend with regularly. And I'm not saying, you know, I don't want to make it seem like, you know, women are our cross to bear or anything like that. I'm not, I'm not with that. That is not what Chris is doing here. But, um, oh, says, can we bully them at least? Sorry, the logo's covering up the, the comment. Um, but yeah. We control them. Huh? We control them. What, the comments? Oh, yeah, we control them. Yeah, control, control people, yes. <laughs> control people. But <clears throat> moving on to, you know, okay, so you had these conversations with your friends or family, and, and all I would say, guys, is just don't get looped into going back and forth all day and really deal with the people that, that show love first. Um, because it's been my experience that, like, um, you know, the, the folks who show love first are the ones who are there, really there for you, you know, want to listen to you. And there's some folks, they they, they got to come kicking and screaming, but they'll get there. And you just got to have grace and patience with people in the same way, you know, a lot of us are asking women in the trans community to have grace with us and our levels of understanding on a whole myriad of issues. Um, <clears throat> but you know, this, the, we, we talked about this particular topic as well, but you know, okay. You had these conversations now, you know, you got your girl and now you're at that point where it's time for the family to, you know, you, to bring the family into the mix with the, with the, with the girlfriend situation. And it's like, okay, do you tell like, do you tell people in your family that your girlfriend is trans? Like, even if you was just like dating, I, I would say, and let's take the meeting part of it out the mix and just to be before that, because, you know, for me, I like to share my happiness with my family. So if I'm, if I'm with somebody and she makes me happy, I'm like, oh my God, you know, such, such, this is like, she's great. She's this, she's that, she's whatever. And, you know, I might bring up something that we were talking about related to transness or whatever, but like it won't, I'm not saying, oh yeah, and by the way, I don't know, I guess I just don't make her being trans a central point, but I don't run away from it either. And I, I think, think what, what do y'all think about what that, do you think that should be like something you should never ever bring up in conversation, period? Or like, nah, do you think you can bring up? No, nah, I think it's more like, um before you get to the point where you introduce your girl to your fam and everything like that, uh, it should be a conversation that you have with them from the standpoint of just you and them. So, for example, mm. um, let me just put an example like my cousin. I had the conversation with him about me being attracted to trans women mm -hmm. before I ever even entered a relationship. So mm. it's like you know, when when I knew that, you know, the next relationship I was going to have, I believed in my heart was going to be like with a trans woman. I ended up telling him straight up that, you know, I was attracted to trans women. And granted, it was kind of forced because he was making certain like transphobic type jokes at one point, And I just had enough of it. And like I basically told him, like, yo, dude, like, you know, I like trans women as well. 
you know, whatever. And like, you know, I told him, but it was a conversation I had with him where it was between me and him and there was no third party involved. Mm-hmm. You know, so that that's a better way to come with it. So this way you're not putting mm-hmm. your home in harm's way mm-hmm. to where let's say that family member is transphobic or homophobic. Mm. Like, you know, now it's like you put them in harm's way to where you know, something can be said that could hurt their feelings or worse. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. I definitely think, you know, I definitely think that conversation should be had before you bring somebody else into the picture. Um, yeah, I, I definitely would say that you probably shouldn't wait until that moment, which some people do. And then it, you're you're in a pretty precarious situation because uh, uh, let's be real. Uh, your family members and people around you kind of have to go through a, a progression as well. You know, it happens where, yeah, it happens where some people are cool right off the bat, but it also happens where people kind of have to, they have to start a journey of their own to learn and, and, and get themselves to a place where they're not, you know, where they have a certain level of understanding. So I, I definitely think that's a, I definitely think that's valid, valid that um, you should probably bring that up first. You know, I, I really do think you should have all, like, I believe in setting the table before you even come to dinner. Like, everything should be set up. Your whole situation should be already good to go before you bring somebody into it, which is why I went around and had conversations with a lot of people in my family. Like, I had conversations with my sisters. I had a conversation with my mom. You know, that was special. <laughs> I had a conversation with, you know, an aunt that I'm close to. I had a conversation with a couple of my uncles and, you know, uh, I talked to my cousins about it. Cause you know, we're all really tight. We got ourselves a little group chat, but like I, I, I put stuff out there in a certain way and I opened myself up to questions and all that junk because the last thing I wanted was for everybody to just be getting used to this when she rolled up. And now, you know, it, it's, I, I just think it's better to do it that way, but that's just my opinion. My thoughts and opinions is Chris Patterson, not I am not the Lord of all trans amorous men. I'm not ordering people to do these things. I'm just saying this is how I handled it. And, you know, in my mind, that was just the safest way to handle it. Um, uh, and, you know, with, with Monica saying just let the lady introduce the topic, I don't think that's the way you should go with it either. Um, I, I, I think deferring. Um, responsibility for the for the safety and, and the handling of the situation to somebody else, probably not the right move. I, I think it's men, I think men, I think it's your responsibility to make sure everything is as safe as possible for your partner, for your girlfriend, wife, whoever. So I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't advise abdicating responsibility in this situation. But OG Yoda, what you got on it, man? Because you've been listening I mean, to us go round and round for a little bit. Well, I agree with you 100%. It is, it is our responsibility. Period. End of story. Uh, I hope you're getting... Are you getting feedback from me, Chris? Um, no, you're fine. Okay. So, in saying all that, if we don't step up and we don't have these conversations... And we defer it to other, you know, to, to the women in our lives, to other people. That's just a bad thing because it shows that we're not really where we need to be. 
you know, there's levels to this. You know, I, I talk about this all the time. And so if we're not stepping up for that lady in our life, if we're not stepping up to talk to our families, to talk to our children, in, in my case, I had to talk to my oldest son. My youngest son was three years old then. He's 24 now. So um, you can see how long this process has been for me. But it's important that I lay those conversations, that I answer those questions, because most of those questions were more about me than about my lady. And I always refer to what my, my uh, girlfriend's dad uh, at the time said, my father. He said, I had a chance to love my daughter or lose my child, and losing my child was not an option. Hmm. My father understood from that point forward and never questioned me on it. That's what's up. And, and, you know, sometimes it does take seeing somebody else have the right mindset to really bring you, you know, into focus. It just happens like that. So. And, and one other thing, Chris. Yeah. It also points to those other men that are in those trans women's lives, you know, like a father or a brother or an uncle or the other male figure that she has who steps up for her mm. and and defends her. Now some girls don't they don't have that. Mm -hmm. And it's sad. But if we are stepping into that place, then we have to step correctly. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Sorry, something from work came up stupid. But yes. Um Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think it's I think the responsibility is totally on us to, to, to handle that shit and answer those questions. Um, but um, this is this is a piece of the puzzle too. with uh, Nicole's comment. Um, she said we need to support each other through these moments with family. Some people take a while to come around. Seeing my guy hurting over this would be rough. And, you know, that's that's something that is, you know, always hit home for me because like I don't ever want my girl to feel bad. I don't want her to feel bad that I'm feeling bad. And like, you know, I'm happy. I'm living my I'm living my best life over here. If some people don't want to join me in it, that's on them. Really. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I wanna I wanna project like, yeah, it doesn't matter, but to me, it kind of does. I, I know I'm gonna be hurt when you know i i get married and there are members of my family that don't want to come i will be hurt by that i don't i don't think there's anything i could do mentally to get myself to a point where i wouldn't be hurt by that i know it's i know it's going to come it's going to happen um but you know I, I i i would assume whoever i'm with at that point would be uh you know very supportive and and, and you know would be able to hold me up you know, when I'm feeling a little down. Um, what's going on with I'm sorry, I'm not seeing this whole <laughs> the comments thing. Uh, shout out to Ricky says, I agree. Same thing I learned when I was second generation trans when I got to my father. Um, damn, I didn't catch a comment. He was commenting on, though. Um, oh, we lost Roy. But um, we'll get him back, I'm sure, once he gets gets off of work. But yeah, I mean hey, that's that's really hey, Brianna. It's like say hi to Brianna. That introduction, all that stuff, because you know, guys hear different advice when it comes from women. 
a lot of the women are like, no, you don't tell, you let me tell, and you just sit back and shut the fuck up. How dare you say anything? How dare you tell? How dare you whatever? And man, I am telling you, it is, it's a, it's a good idea. It's smarter if you just handle it yourself. Do not wait. Do not let her control the situation. Do not let her create a situation that will blow up in your face. Um, because uh, a guy that all of us here on the show know, that's exactly what happened to him. And that's how he ended up homeless. So um, not good. Control this. I mean, really, that's your family. You know how to handle the situation. Take charge, fellas. Do, and, and I mean, that also goes to a complaint that we heard before. Troy, I know you heard this one before. Uh, you know, where the women are like, yo, we are tired of doing all the work for you. We are tired of doing all the labor. So this is one of those moments, guys, where we step the fuck up. Step the fuck up and stop doing and stop letting the women do all the work. You handle that shit. Don't fall back and and expect her to do it for you. You know, man up. Um, <laughs> Essentially. Yes, sir. Rihanna, Rihanna makes a good good point. Secure the castle. Fucking right. You know, if we, if, and, and if we are going to lead, you know, then then we have to step up. Like, like Brother Doug is saying, just step up and embrace yourself. My mother has always said, if you don't like love and respect yourself, mm. you can't like love and respect anyone else. Thanks, that thanks. mantra has made such a, a, a impact in my own life. And now as I look at to the women that I want to bring into my life, I look at how she treats herself. If she does indeed like love and respect her own self. Mm -hmm. If she doesn't, then we're, we're already at impasse. We're already at two different levels. Mm -hmm. And so you have to make a big decision. If you're going to sit there and, and try to help pull her up to that, but in my opinion, people level up when they want to and when it is necessary for them to, not because you want them to. Mm. Facts. That's a that's definitely a deeper conversation. <laughs> you can take that you can take that in a lot of different ways. Um, but I ain't gonna do it. Cause that that that'd be for the Patreon conversation, sure. We don't we don't want to get canceled out here in the open. <laughs> But I want to I want to highlight uh, 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 Corey real quick because you know Corey's a guy that came in one of one of the groups and I, I admin on and you know he's definitely you know eager and asking a lot of questions but um, you know and I definitely thought about him when I was doing the show but um, in response to our comments he was saying he's like yeah I'm I I, I be upfront I know my family will disown will disown me but I do my own thing without their opinions. This is why I'm so interested in learning everything I can from the start so I don't get backlash from saying anything wrong. So, you know, Corey's one of the guys, he's he's, he's definitely a lot fresh. He's pretty fresh, but he just doesn't want to upset people within the community. He doesn't, he wants to get his terminology down and get himself, you know, in, at a certain level of understanding so he can proceed, you know, navigate through the world. <coughs> but, you know, shout out to Corey, man. Thanks for watching, bro. Um, What's up? Well, I'm sorry, Doug. Doug was saying some stuff. Doug, basically step up 
And Chrisette, what's going on? Shout out Chicago. <laughs> oh, can you hear us, Troy? Or no? Yeah, I can. Okay. I can All right, sorry. Anywho, uh, wait. Uh, Doug says there is something to be said about how we carry ourselves. Yeah, that's correct. That's true. And, and uh, my main man Rick says, "Show you, uh, I'm, I'm wow. Show you are her protector by taking the lead and defending y'all's relationship. Absolutely, completely co-sign with that shit. Step the fuck up, fellas. Um, so yeah, yeah. But also one thing though, um, when you are defending your relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Let's face it, there will be certain families out there where the family might not be accepting of your attraction. So if your friends and your family are not willing to learn and willing to actually still be there in your life and they pretty much disown you and everything like that, like you as a person, you got to not be afraid to move on. So for example, in some cases it may be, you know, you might need to move to another place. You know, like for example, if you're living in a place where it's very, you know, rural and all they know is what they know from growing up their whole life. They don't know anybody that may be trans amorous or, you know, part of the LGBTQ community. It's kind of like I tell some of the girls, um, don't be afraid to move to another place where it's more accepted, you know, because to, 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 to be real about it, you got certain cities where they're more accepting of different people. And then you got cities where they're very, you know, one one track minded and they don't give a fuck about anything else in their lives except what's on that one track. You know, so if you are a person out there where you feel as though you have no no resource, no outlet there, you know, don't be don't don't be afraid to pick up and move. I mean that's but, good. But here's you another can do that. <laughs> well, but but here's another thing that I, I really want to ask. So if you can do when when you don't step up and you use all the excuses or whatever you want to call them and why you're not doing it, it doesn't stop a lot of the guys from still making those two and booty calls or, or inserting themselves in a woman's life when they're not quite ready. Mm. And that's not fair. You're you know, saying that the men aren't ready or the girls aren't ready? Right, that the men aren't ready, that they're not ready to step up. Mm-hmm. And so well, when I mean, you're not ready to man. step up, hold, hold up, hold right. up. And when you're not ready to step up into someone's life who has fought so long and so hard to live her truth, mm-hmm. you do her a disrespect. Because if you're not ready to level up, you need to step out. Fair enough. Well, what I, all right. Well, what I have to say in response to that really is, um, Let's not play no games. Uh, these men are who the fuck they are. And these niggas was, I'm sorry, these men was, uh, it was never out and open and ready to begin with. Like, I think some people make certain choices just to be like, all right, well, I'm a rock with this. This ain't perfect, but I'm a rock with it. Yeah, I know he's DL. Yeah, I know this. I mean, it's tons of DL men that jump in these girls' DMs. Like, that ain't, it's gonna be, it's gonna be that, man. So, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I'm just looking at it the other way where it's just like, yo, 
If you don't want DM in, don't accept DM in. Now, all you got to do is say no. Because, I mean, I'm not saying yes to every woman that comes into my DMs. None of the guys on here, all of us get DMs from trans women from wherever the fuck they live. And we don't say yes to everybody. I don't respond to everybody. It's a whole lot of unresponded to messages. It's people in my DMs that's having conversations with themselves. Right. Right. Me so. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like, yo, you accept what you accept. And, and, and I know that sounds harsh and that sounds, you know, something that maybe some people may be huffing and rolling their eyes at. But, it's true. you know, as, as, as from the male side of it, that's how we're, that's how I'm looking at it. Like, yo, don't accept trash. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you, you you shot your shot, homie, and you ain't ready. She she done hit you with the stiff arm because you were level two and she a level six. So, boom. Face to the ground. Stiff arm. Boom. All right, we going. Who else? Nope. You know, you hit the, you hit the X button like on Madden. You hit the juke button. Juke around him. Like, I'm just saying, it, it's it's definitely... Uh-oh. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm talking bullshit. And the comments are rolling. So I, I do want to acknowledge the people in the comments because I know Brianna and Corey are saying some, some dope things in here. So, I mean, and Brianna's this is definitely what I wanted to get to earlier, um, which is men are just going to have to start taking risks. If your people turn your backs, guess who is going to be the person that would relate to you the most? A trans woman who will probably, who probably went through the same things. And yo, that's dope. And I would love for that to be the situation. But I have to say, Brianna, the main thing that I hear from a lot of girls, or I'm sorry, the main reaction I, I've, I've, I've seen from a lot of girls is a whole lot of eye rolling and playing the trauma Olympics. Mm -hmm. I don't care about your surgery. You know how much we got to go through this, this, and this? Yep. Can both of our experiences be valid at the same fucking time? Like, God damn, why has it got to be a... I, 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 I promise you, I promise you, I've sat in these clubhouse spaces, these Twitter spaces. I've been on these podcasts. I've been around these people and different folks who was who's on that junk where they just don't care. And it's just but, like, but, yo, I that's have sympathy and empathy for what you're going through. Why can't you do it for me? But that's the thing, though. Like, some of the girls are down to earth and humble and are able to relate to mm -hmm. our struggle because our struggle and their struggle can sometimes be similar in certain ways. In other ways, yeah, they have it worse. But the only thing is when you're on these spaces like Twitter spaces or Clubhouse or whatever the case is, mm -hmm. this is where you got hurt person trying to hurt the other hurt person and then everybody just ends up in a bad mood. Yeah. It is not a fuck. Y'all watch out for that club. It's, 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 it's a war zone out there. I believe... <laughs> Yes, sir. Let me step in. But I do believe that, again, when you say you know, saying hurt people, hurt people. That's true. But I believe that those women who have so much to say about us mm -hmm. don't know us, don't listen to us, and don't care what we have to say. And they are a small but local minority. And you have mm -hmm. to not embrace what they say just because they're screaming louder than everyone else. Just because you can scream loud, just because you can you know, make all of these rants and video and all the things that you do, if there's no substance, mm. 
if there's no reality to what they're saying, mm-hmm. what's the point of engaging with someone who doesn't know our reality? Because there was a you time don't. I was in clubhouse room where trans women were talking about what a man's journey looks like. Oh, and when I stepped up, said, "Hey, you know, as as a man who's gone on this journey, let me say X, Y, Z." Oh, you're trying to shut down trans women's voices. You, you're, 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 you're minimizing what we have to say. No, I am, I am a man. You are not. Shut up and yeah. let me talk. So sometimes we do have to deal with those people, mm-hmm. but we can't allow them to guide how we engage with everyone else mm-hmm. because again, they're the small but bold minority. That's facts. I mean, that's why, you know, when you run into those types, I, I mean, at least for me, I just disengage. I'm out. Like, I'm done. I'm not I'm not going to try and get you to understand something you don't want to understand. I'm, I'm just done. I'm not doing that. You don't get that energy from Chris. Um, so I want to scroll down the comments a little bit more. Where is it? Oh, um, so Bri- Brianna responded. I said, I feel like men should bring up that combo within the confines of a relationship. We're talking about uh, the experiences and whatever, you know, uh, but then we're talking about like the family rejection and all that kind of stuff, uh, you know, in the confines of a relationship and not bring it up in larger conversation. The pain that man goes through, that should be reserved for your partner, not the whole community. That's why the girls overreact so much. Um, I think for me, once upon a time, I came to this community thinking, hey, this is my community. If anybody's going to understand me, it's going to be y'all. And y'all was just like, no. <laughs> Essentially, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I think I, I think you should be able to give what you're asking for. And I think if we can all just have a basic level like, yo, people are going through things. Everybody has a lived experience that should be validated and accepted. And hey, if you need support, come on into this community of men and women. Obviously, come to the community, you know, of men. Of course, but you know, I would say I, I think there needs to be a lot more understanding and a lot more acceptance and, and, and support. But I, I understand that there are people that just don't have space in their heart for for that, and all they want to do is just you know play the trauma Olympics and be the biggest victim of the year. So I hate that. It, cancel me. It is that's what it is. Thing. That's one thing I hate, and I don't go fuck. I hate it. Everybody's journey is not the same. Everybody's journey is different, but you're not going to control me into what I should be believing in and what should I accept. No, I don't care nothing about that. Nah. Mm -mm. But, you know, I just think everybody, I think we can all have experiences that we can support each other through as a community of people, because let's be real, relationships ain't running rampant out here. Not exactly running rampant. So... There is that reality as well. Um, but sorry, kind of got hung up on all this stuff. Thank you so much, Brianna, for uh, 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 commenting on here. So, you know, I appreciate you. I got love for you. And um, yo, yo, Meg that. actually brought, brought up a comment. Again. What's up? Yo, Meg actually has a good comment over here. Whoa. That Curious. Oh, my God. Fresh and fit. Ooh, I got this. I'm, I got you, Brianna, but we're going to do this. Uh, Nicole, you said Nicole or Meg? 
No, Meg. Um, okay, we're gonna do this Meg thing, but Brianna, trust me. Ooh, I got something to say. Okay, um, Meg, happy birthday again. <laughs> I feel that we need to address that dating blacklist of black cis women more. Um, if that is resolved, then men will feel more comfortable comfortable with being open about their desires to date transgender women. Also, the stigma of you are gay for dating trans women. Uh-oh. Oh. Sorry. Wait. You are gay for dating a transgender woman. The world needs to realize that straight men date transgender women. Absolutely. Yo, that video I did titled Straight Men Date Transgender Women, the comments have been blowing up on that video. The haters have been coming out. And if any of y'all are watching now, you can definitely go fuck yourself. And uh, <laughs> all, all of the uh, the whole taps and everybody else is in all they men and you disrespect and straightness and I all can't. the other trash. I can't. I, I can't stand hope to. Fuck out of you here. know, here's. I can't stand these. Hope here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, of the last three women I did, two of them were cis women. Mm-hmm. Um, and they know knew full well that I date trans women. Uh, and in fact, they were so comfortable with the fact that I was open enough about my own sexuality. Uh, I was secure in my own manhood that that drew into me. So, you know, anyone who who has a problem with that, I, I'm not going to argue with you. I, you know, you can't you can't do me. You can't me. I'm I'm good. I I think we put too much emphasis on what other people are saying, uh -huh. and not what you say, what you think, and how you feel. Mm. You know, I'm Troy Motherfucking Kennedy. Yeah. In period in the story. I mean, I think what Brianna says is is also, you know, um, and, and you know what? There are other people, content creators out there that would disagree with this. That men have to get comfortable that they could be perceived as gay because it is going to happen. And I definitely went 10 rounds with a, another Black trans content creator about this because I'm like, yo, these men shouldn't be giving so much of a fuck whether people call them gay or not, they should be, they, they should have the, the, the fight and the will to hold on to this title of straight and be validated by every single person on the planet as being straight. Like, yo, that's, that's too much. That's too much. Cause once you get to that point, holding on to your straightness, you're not just holding on to your straightness. Now you're holding on to other concepts that come along with that. And with, with that, with the dominant ideologies, and it just makes you. Now you're bringing homophobia with you. Now you're bringing all these other things with you, and it's just like, yo, you gotta, you gotta let it go. You yo, gotta real. Let it go. I made a, I made a post about heteronormative anxiety disorder. It's real. Yeah, yo, real talk. Call me what you want. Just call me. <laughs> That's, oh man, he's got, uh, Brianna. Trust me, I didn't forget about that. That that one thing. I'm gonna talk about that before we close this out. Trust, because I I, I want to talk about that shit. So, um, but yes, um, much love. What up, Calendria? 
Shout out to Kalindra. We had a good time with her on Clubhouse. Um, Doug saying it's not what you're called. Are you just cleaning stuff up? Well, I'm just do, doing the stream. Let's go. <laughs> sorry. Bay moments. Um, I'm sorry. Brianna says, I came to the point that some people will never see me as a woman. It is what it is. It doesn't change my life's experience as a woman and how the world responds to me. Fair enough. Um, I don't know how to do this thing with Meg. Her comment came up here. Well, anyways, I also see myself as a heterosexual woman. Woman, I just happen to be of trans experience. Excuse my language, but I can't do shit with a gay man. Still love y'all, my LGBT fam. I mean, that's another big part. Like, I don't, I don't know any trans attracted, transamorous man who identifies as heterosexual that says I will also fuck with men. Now there are guys that will, but they, if they what I've seen, they have all identified as bisexual or pansexual. Right, right. right. But I nobody know. holding on to that heterosexual title yeah. has ever said, no, I like men too. Yeah, because I got a homeboy, I got a homeboy that's that's clean bisexual. He likes trans women, he he likes guys, he likes trans women, he likes cis women. And he says, Yo, I'm bisexual. That's what he says off top. Mm. And Brianna saying trying to convince everybody of something will make you go crazy. And so I will. can believe it. I can believe it. And 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 this this kind of loops back to what we were talking about with you know, new guys having that conversation with your family and friends, like. Yo, if, if it's not there, it's not there. And it's not on you to, like, don't don't stress yourself out trying to convince people of something they don't want to believe that they're staunchly set in. I mean, any one of us on the show can try, we can logic the fuck out of any, we can logic anybody out their shoes. But, you know, if they don't want to receive it, they, they won't receive it. Like, you can tell them and they'll be stumped and they won't have any reply, but they like, they'll just turn into a brick wall at that point. Okay, it's time for my obligatory fear fear quote. Okay. Fear is not real. I wish you record these so I can just play it. (laughs) Fear fear is not real. The only place Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. Wait, all right. Oh, I get the screen. Yep. I'm sure my hair looks good. Fear is not real. The only place that fear can exist is in our thoughts of the future. It is a product of our imagination, causing us to fear things that do not exist or may not, or do not exist at present, or see how I'm messed up. So, but uh, uh, take two. It's a part of our imagination. Take two. It's a part of our ma- imagination, causing us to fear things that do not exist and may not ever exist. That is near insanity. Do not misunderstand me. Danger is real. But fear is a choice. Screwed it up a little bit, but it's all good, man. That's that's where we are. Um, we we are so worried <laughs> about fear and about what people may say. Mm-hmm. And it never happens. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you know, oh, and if you dare to say this, they're going to do this. 
Okay, and if they do, then what? Then you deal with it and your life moves on. Mm-hmm. We can't allow other people to shape who we are. We can't allow people to, to tell us what direction we want to go in because they've never been on this journey. Facts. Your journey is your own. Embrace it. Love it. And, and you have to have, as Doug says, that four-word drive attitude, you know, just mm-hmm. pull over everybody and just say, fuck it. And, and fellas, that's where you got to be before you have that conversation with your friends and family. Like, you have to be centered and well-grounded and movable because people will try and convince you, shame you, whatever else. I mean, I was talking to a guy where he was just like, you know, me and him had talked a little bit. And then, you know, some pastor from his church came with all this BS telling him how terrible he was and how he was so disappointed in him. And he wasn't grounded. That shook him. That shook him. And I'm like, bro, I said, okay. I was like, think back to what that pastor was doing. Do you think anything that's right, anybody who's in the right position on this will come with that much anger, hate, and fury? Like People don't do that if they come in from the right place. And, you know, I had to get him back to calm back down and, 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 and say it on the square because I knew where he was headed. He knew where he was headed. We both knew what he liked and what he wasn't going to give up. But that doesn't mean he would have been open about it. You know, he, that, that like that's an incident that would have put him right back in the, in the closet because he didn't have that foundation, you know, where can't nobody tell me nothing. I already know. I know for myself. So, um, but with that, fellas, I appreciate y'all. I, I actually had some more bullet points that we didn't even uh, fully get through, which is great. I appreciate y'all coming through um, and, and, and adding so much to the conversation. Um, Can I say one thing? Can oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One more thing. All right. One of the most endearing qualities of trans women. Mm. And my own opinion is the strength they display just to exist. Yep. And we as men can't emulate that. We don't deserve to be there with them. Mm. That's it. Agreed. Agreed. There's a lot of uh, strength in this in this community. So I definitely admire it. Um and I definitely admire a lot of the women. Like I admire, I love women with big hearts. And there are so many women in this community with just gigantic hearts, so full of love. Like I just, I love it, and I'm drawn to that. So, you know, I, I'm not even gonna lie. I told my, my my current girlfriend, like, yo, that's that's one of the qualities that really drew me to you. You know. Um, yeah, what is it? Single. <laughs> oh yeah all right so trail is 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 single so uh ladies make it happen you can find him at king clee trail on all platforms <laughs> troy kennedy troy you just search troy kennedy all up on all platforms you will find troy kennedy <laughs> i think on instagram is mr troy kennedy it's mr kennedy there you go mr kennedy a lot of r's in that 
So, <laughs> um, but oh, funny, Doug. We ain't doing that tonight. <laughs> oh man, but I want to, I, I, guys. This is nine. This is non-trans related, but I got to get back to Brianna on something. Now, Brianna, Brianna, I hope you're still here because I want to do this. She asked me, and I want to get up to the comment because, um, yes, Brianna asks, I'm curious, uh, how do y'all feel about the Fresh and Fit combo, Convo? So for those of y'all that don't know, Fresh and Fit is a part of this Manosphere Red Pill YouTube community. Um, the the YouTube Manosphere is definitely blown up, you know, over the past year. You know, it isn't just Kevin Samuels. There's all sorts of other brands that have blown up. And I mean, these guys are clocking easily six figures per video, like six figures in, in views. Like they're making lots of money off of YouTube. And Fresh and Fit was one of these brands. But, um, you know, Fresh and Fit, they 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 um they were exposed. Everybody's calling them fresh and fraud uh, because they were these guys talking about this alpha male thing and you know when we got to be this. It was all sorts of just trash. But these dudes was they ain't shit. They was just straight up fucking fraud. So I don't even, I don't fuck with fresh and fit. I don't I ain't subscribed to them. I don't watch any of their fucking videos. I don't fuck with them cats at all. Them dudes is straight up fakes. And you know, I, if you're gonna get on Facebook, if you're gonna get on YouTube talking about shit, you better be about that shit. And yeah, Doug, you would think all these guys are incels, but nah, no, 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 incels don't get uh ladies, and a devil, a lot of these guys do, and actually, a good amount. I, I'm surprised at how many of these uh, uh manosphere YouTubers uh, uh, are in relationships or already married. Some of them, their their wives will come on with them. <laughs> but um, anywho, I know Brianna wants to uh, 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 ask, wants to know about how I feel about the fresh and fit and his fresh and fraud. And you know, this dude named Fresh, he's a chump. The guy named Fit, he's just he uh, he's he's whack. He hates women and he's he's sensitive. He's too much bitch. So um, I'm I'm not with it. But yeah, all trash. Anywho, that's that's my thoughts on Fresh and Fit. Um, I, however, uh, will not cancel. I will not fully cancel Kevin Samuels. I will not cancel Malik. I still stand by my thoughts and opinions during the Janet Mock episode. I was just thinking about all the stuff that, you know, the big controversial moments from last year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh yeah, they, they, the girls caught up with Trail at uh at NYC Pride. <laughs> I must I must not have been on that one. Nah, it was just the three of us. We was just acting a damn fool. And I, I can openly admit I took it a little bit too far. We went a little bit too wild. We were a little too excited and expressive, and you know, we I was very hyped. I was, uh, what do you call it, being hyperbolic about a lot of things that, you know, was happening there. So it, it was it, it was being too extra. And I can admit that I was being extra as fuck. I was but too funny. Was just having fun and just not giving yeah, a fuck. Yeah, I was, I was too funny with it. I was joking. But it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't hate. 
They're like, you know, fuck that. This, it was just, we was just being funny. But I would say we were being funny and hyperbolic and a little silly. But I'm going to be honest. And I know, I, I know people hate this, but look, it, 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 that, that level of excitement or, 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 or energy put into condemning a woman who cheated on a man is about regular for a lot of daytime talk shows that condemn men when they cheat on exactly um, on I said the same thing i said y'all don't feel this way about a lot of men that get you know like what's the dude Derek jackson y'all didn't feel this way about this oh. man y'all was calling this man all types of dogs that dude so is stop. and and the funny thing about it he admitted his own truth Mm -hmm. with that. He admitted his own truth. So, stop it. I, I, Yo, stop Derek it. Jackson still got a platform, bro. He's still getting reviewed. Oh, People still watching this shit. How? Yo, Yo, here's the thing. The backlash toward us over that video was complete bullshit because we said from the start that there was another podcast that was going to go in-depth on everything about Janet. All we were addressing was the infidelity aspect which we had ever to address. So for the backlash to come back and it was it was it was coming from hurt person syndrome. That's all it was. Well uh, we addressed that and then we also addressed the uh the 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 uh grave misconduct at work. But I addressed that mm -hmm. as somebody who has worked in television for 14 years. So I understand somebody who's been at, at the level of a national entertainment TV show, one level below the show execs. Like, I see how the execs move. I understand the reverence that they command when they go anywhere on there. So, you know. Anywho, yeah, it was a fun episode. Go check it out. It was definitely one of the more interesting ones, but um, you know, it, it, 2021 was a dope year. 2022 is going to be a dope year, fellas. We're going to talk about some more stuff. I just had to take it back to basics tonight because you know, um, uh, uh, you know, meeting Corey today, you know, really, I was like, dang, that's right. Like we gotta, I, I need to make sure I'm doing stuff for these, for these guys that are fresh. Cause there's so many new guys coming out and there's way, there's going to be more. We're going to keep, we're going to have to keep on having these one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, I did it. I did it once last year. We're going to have to do it again this year and we're going to do it again the next year. And I don't mind continuing to do that as long as it's helping somebody. So this channel will continue to fucking stand. We're gonna show up, and have these conversations. We're gonna share our our our, our opinions and thoughts and and, and experiences, and you know, hopefully, somebody can learn something from something that we've gone through. So that's really what it is, y'all. So thank you everybody to watch who watched and listened today, and um, you know, we'll we'll see y'all again next week. What up, Marcus? Shout out to you, homie. Hope you're doing all right out there on the West Coast, bruh. Stay strong. Yeah, yeah. They got good weather over there. Yeah, right. Going through what we're going through. With we that, we're going to be out. Bye, Misha. Bye, everybody else. Uh, thanks, Brianna, Corey. Oh, wow. There's too many people. I'm sorry. Lot, Meg, everybody. Nicole. Thanks to everyone who joined us tonight. Chrisette. And, and obviously, can't. We got to shout out to homie Rick and, and, and Roy. So, um, but yeah, with that, we out, y'all.